You're happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to a Friday follow-up on Forever Fathers. I'm your host, Alec Frank, and I'm here with... Lonnie. Art. How you doing, Lonnie? I'm doing good. We're going to call this the better late than never version of yeah. Friday follow-up. Well, I mean, it's only late if you tell them it's late. I, I mean, there's only a few things that come before Forever Fathers, and date night and does that. Yeah, your date nights. And, uh... Pizza to the fam. Pizza the fam. But, uh, yeah, this week was just busy, busy, busy. Yeah, I mean busy because we had a four-hour meeting and we forgot to record Friday follow-up. Yeah, we might have been slightly distracted. But, uh, nonetheless, still a very powerful interview this week. It was. I enjoyed it. It was fun to get, uh... Dave in there, because I don't, I didn't know him that well, so it was fun for me to get to know him, and it's, that's part of uh, what I get excited about for Forever Fathers, I know you interviewed him, you know him better than me, but it's cool for me to, these guys I look up to, to get to know him better, I mean, that's what's fun for me, is get to know what's important to him, and mm -hmm. I think we could find out quite a bit of what's important to Dave. Yep, which is uh, family, fun, and eating, and laughter. Yeah. Uh, I, I like, at first I thought, hmm, he spends a lot of time talking about the people that, uh, work at church, and then I realized that's what's important to him, the people he surrounds himself with, which, that's a big deal. Yeah. It's very important, is the people you surround yourself with, and, uh, I think Dave made sure to emphasize that. Yeah, and he's become very fortunate to be surrounded by, um, a good supporting cast. He just has, uh, well, one of it is just, he has a kind of a good knack for finding quality people to surround himself with, but also, um, you know, his family has been just great in their support and, uh, and, uh, they're included in his, in his ministry. So, yeah, that's it's, it was a very, very uh, inspiring interview, and it was great to hear just his life experiences and kind of growing up and kind of his journey that he that he's taken. So yeah, yeah. There's a couple, uh, a couple key things in there. Um, one was, uh, you know, his main. Is that why he gets up in the morning uh, to help other people experience the fullness of God? Yeah. Is that was that his reason he ended up with? Which is more or less. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I know he's a pastor, so he has to say that. Uh, but he's a pastor because that's what he believes. And uh, yeah, geez, that starts off when he was a kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, that goes right back to that was his family when mm -hmm. he was growing up, which is very cool. Yeah, that's for me. It. Uh kind of brought me back to my childhood when my parents got divorced. Um, I was five, he was three. Um, but like I said, uh, we kind of had a little bit, I don't know, like, I mean, divorce is never nice, but I mean, ours went a little smoother. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was just awesome that his mom <laughs> chose to take the the better path, and their local church kind of just 
took them in under their wing, and it could have been so much worse. You know, she yeah. kind of had two ways to go, and she chose the right path. And Dave is a, a shining example of of uh, of that, the outcome of that. So, yeah, I think um, it's really cool that somebody that uh, lost their dad at age three is a father figure to 1,500 people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whether they realize that's what he is or not, I look mm-hmm. at him as a father figure because yeah. I respect him and I want to learn from him. Yeah. Um, so, like I heard the producers say of a movie that I recently watched, but boy, God can cook. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think one of the main things I got out of it is, uh, which is one of the big things about Forever Fathers, is it doesn't matter where you came from. It's it's what you made of yourself. And, uh, I mean, you don't have to have a good childhood to be a good dad yeah. or to be a, a father figure to someone. You don't even have yep. to have kids to be a father figure to someone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's plenty of people out there that lead good, productive lives that are um, good role models, and they, whether they choose to not have children or just can't have children, they're excellent father figures. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, what was the main thing you kind of took out of it? Main lesson you learned? Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that um, I just thought we had, like, in common that I didn't really realize at first. You know, like, we both love football. Opposite. We like, opposite well, opposite football. teams, I know. But we both, <laughs> well, his his kids play soccer. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as the NFL, you know, we both enjoy football. We like to eat. We like to laugh and have fun mm-hmm. and spend time with family. So, I mean, yeah, those are pretty common things in, but in that's America. Also what but makes them relatable. Yeah, I mean, he's very relatable to me. Yeah. But also, I mean, he's just just a good down to earth man. And uh, I think the, I mean, there's just so much more depth to the interview. But I would say the The biggest thing would be how he leads a a demanding, stressful career. Like anyone who's a pastor, I have utmost respect for because you're carrying like the weight of all these people on your shoulders. Their prayers, their illness, their addictions, their loss, their grieving. Mm -hmm. And he does it so well and he still finds time to enjoy his family, to be a good role model to others, to be a good father figure to his children. And I think that really stood out as just seeing like that he's able to take like sabbaticals. Yeah. To take his family on these trips to just get away and to spend time with them. Yeah. And even though he has this huge church family, um, he still focuses on his family and and that's that is that is awesome because there's so many people in this world today that are so driven to make more money or to have the bigger house or to drive the newer car 
And to him, that doesn't matter at all. Yeah. It's, I mean, eternity and being a good person, being a good parent. Yeah. You know, showing his love for others, that's what's important to him. And that that really stuck out to me. I mean, there's multiple other things, but that, that was really powerful. Um, I just wish that, like, my um, priorities were in the same line as his because mine gets screwed up frequently. Yeah, yeah. And as stressful, like I said, and crazy as his job can be, he still seems, like, even kill. Like, he has got to figure it out. Yeah. And he knows, okay, it's time to step away. i got to spend some time with family or with my wife or whatever. And uh, yeah, he's just a great role model, um, just a great example of a father figure. So, When I think that's, uh, I think you circled right around back to my favorite point about how he surrounds himself with good people. Mm-hmm. So, he, I mean, I think he has surrounded himself with people that are good enough that he can, he can go on vacation and uh, not have to worry about it. And I remember uh, one thing I heard somebody say a long time ago is don't ever overestimate your importance mm-hmm. in, in a place yeah. and uh the the main thing that's saying is like don't don't think that they need you so bad that you can't go spend time with your family mm-hmm. um wh- which that's two things one it keeps you from getting a big head but two it makes you delegate well yeah and i think that's something pastor dave does very well oh yeah he's got an awesome support staff and that's that's something a lot of people don't have. Uh, how how are your support staff when you leave for? Well, you got a new job, but if yeah. you, now you got all your stuff done, if you left yeah. for a week, would, do you think would you be confident everything would be done and hunky dory when you get back? Mm. I mean, you work yes for the government. No. If you can say yes, yes and anybody yes, can say I would yes. Say, yeah, I would say yes and no. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I have faith in my coworkers, but at See, the same uh, time, I know that they have their responsibilities, and my job is not really part yeah. of theirs so they'd be more focused on their own yeah but yeah i mean it's similar yet different but yeah it is uh it's, it's just his success in his uh church yeah is proof that he knows how to delegate he knows how to find the right people surround himself with the right people and yeah, he just has a natural ability yeah like one thing that really has always stuck out to me is his memory. Yeah. It his memory is of, of people. Yeah, yeah. It's it's insane. Like <laughs> I think the I'd been to one or two services and I I think the first or second service I went there with was um my wife, myself. I think it was my mother in law, maybe my sister in law and my wife's aunt. And He's like, hey, I'm Dave, blah, 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 and gave his little spiel, his introduction, and kind of just made us feel comfortable, and asked us for all of our names, and then, like, the next week, I was helping the owner of Superstar Video, like, gut their store, which is now where Fly Kids is, and he came over to just check on the progress of it, because he felt um, sorry for the uh, owner because he had poured his whole life savings into this business and it was failing and he just wanted to come over and kind of just say hello and he saw me he said hey Lonnie how's it going and yeah and then 
of all yeah, just, what, however many people there like, were that day. I think I met you twice, but you remember my name. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. And then we saw him at church like the following weekend, and he goes, and one of the people in our group that we went to the previous time wasn't with us, and he goes, well, where is Cindy? Yeah. Mike, you don't even see her and you remember her name? Yeah. You know? I, I don't have that. That's not an ability that I have. No. So that, I mean, yeah, he's he's definitely meant to do what he's doing. And that's, yeah. that is something that is just great when you find, like, a, a perfect fit for your, like, that is what he's supposed to do, like, Purpose Driven Life. We talked about one of his favorite books and my favorite books. It's like, what is your calling? Yep. And I think he's truly found it. And I just hope that everyone can eventually find their purpose in life. Yeah. Yeah, and your purpose isn't about you. And Yeah, it's, it's, and that's it's not, not about even, you. That's, there's people that, um, I mean, there's people that aren't Christian that say that even. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just crazy that how people find that out. It's amazing how many people think if I could just have a nicer car or if I could just have a, a nicer house or if I could just have uh, more more brownies. I, I don't know. But more then brownies, yeah. The, the truth is, even people that make a heck of a lot of money and then don't, and they have the nicest car and the nicest house and they don't need anything else, you know what they do? They start giving their money away. They start that, doing it for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I, I, I think it's really cool. Because uh, the Pastor Dave, I mean, that's his. That was his favorite quote, wasn't it? Or was that his favorite? Uh, well, his yeah, favorite his book. Favorite and then, yeah, it's, that talks kind of the purpose of life starts. It's not about you. Yes. So it's uh, it's. Um, I hope everybody out there can. I don't know. Either read that book or, or at least uh, look for a purpose outside of yourself, which is something we keep circling back to on Friday follow up. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so I I mean there's a few things I think people need to get out of Dave's um interview. One, he likes food. Food like, is good. That's that's fun. I he, also like food. Yeah. I mean I, I prefer it over like, other things. I like Mexican food. Yeah. I mean I, I like food. But uh so Dave's pretty casual, which is cool because mm-hmm. he runs a church of 1500 people yeah uh, you'd think you'd i don't know my stereotypical me would be like aren't you totally stressed all the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i think there's a couple of lessons we talked about um one uh being able to relax and prioritize yeah uh he's given a couple sermons on that even lately yep uh, but being able to relax with your family making sure your priorities are right and uh that leads right into delegation at the same time. Uh, what are you? So the thing about delegation is, um, people might say, "Oh, but the work I need, somebody's got to do it. I'm going to do it." You know, I I don't want it screwed up. I don't want this. I don't. You know, I don't want somebody else to have to do my work. But I think that uh, when you prioritize, then it becomes your job to give somebody else parts of your job so you mm-hmm. can go spend time with your family. And I think it's actually showing that you can work harder yep. and smarter by giving somebody else some of your work so that you can spend more time with your family. Yeah, it's building trusting relationships. Like yes, you're exactly. You're giving someone your trust and knowing that they will be able to provide the you know, 
whatever it may be in your absence. So yeah, so that's that's kind of my um, challenge, I guess you'd say, or my lesson is uh, delegation. Are you delegating according to your priorities? Mm-hmm. So are you using delegation to accomplish the priorities that you want to accomplish? I don't care if your priorities are family or um, to get more work done. But I think you need to delegate either way. And I think Pastor Dave taught us that family should be a priority. Should be your number number two priority. Absolutely. Next to God. Absolutely. Um, what's your lesson? Um, my lesson or challenge um, would be, kind of goes along with that, it would be, um, what's your beach, I guess I would say. Because yeah, I like that. whenever he kind of seems like he gets in a season where he just needs to reconnect with his family and just show his family how much he loves them, cares for them. Um, they always find a way to get like to step away from life and all the responsibilities of, of uh, being a pastor. You know, they can go up to the, the cabin up in, up north that his sister owns or go down to Florida, or off the Florida coast, Yeah. and yeah, it just kind of makes me think, okay, well, where's my beach, where's the one place I can go, where I can just kind of hit, like, a reset button, and reconnect with my family, after life gets busy, and yeah, life kind of gets just methodical, and monotonous, kind of like, yep. almost robotic, um, so you just find that one special place. I mean, it doesn't have to be an actual beach, but it could be. Maybe it's a mountain. A mountain, yeah. Go elk hunting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, could, I, it, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now that the weather is nicer, it could be having a bonfire once a week with with your family. Yes. It could be throwing ribs on the grill. Yeah. Throwing, it could be going for a bike ride, going for a walk, going to the park. Yeah, Just and it, find your beach. There's two. There's two ways to look at this. One is the way I originally thought about it, and you find your beach, and it's a metaphor for find your place to relax and get away for a while. But two is literally go find a place away from everything that's drawing you. So some people think that oh, I like I'm, a sabbatical. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. so I, I myself catch myself thinking well you know what i'm gonna go out on the deck for an hour tonight and relax and that'll be my getaway i don't need a real getaway you know what i need a real getaway like mm-hmm. don't don't take me wrong but i need to go out hunting once a year if mm-hmm. i don't i will go crazy <laughs> i i err i will go uh, crazier crazier uh, so, yeah i mean you're already pretty crazy yeah here, but. so there's two there's always two ways to that so don't forget that yes it is important to find your beach metaphorically Find your beach. But it's also important to get the heck out of here mm-hmm. and get away from all the things that are drawing you. Get, yeah. Um, Step away from Facebook for a weekend. Yes, but not get from your father's Facebook. Well, don't yeah. step away from I mean, that. Don't step away from that. But, but um, like every other yeah. Facebook. Maybe that works. let your cell phone die. You yeah. Know, don't charge it for a weekend and Dude, see it's if crazy. anyone misses I, you. Yeah, I did that the other night. I just my <laughs> phone was dead and I didn't plug it in. Yeah. And it was weird. It's I, it is weird cuz like the one day when you're at home and you have like nothing going on, nobody ever calls. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, like, hey, it must have been meant to be. I should yeah. have just shut it off. Yeah. 
Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, your beach can be anywhere. It's just a state of mind. Yes. Like, you can be at home and just say, you know what? I'm just going to do no screens today. I'm just going to enjoy my family. Yep. We're going to hang out, play games, maybe take the dog for a walk. You know, just just be in the moment. Kind of like what... Yeah, I'd going say way top, back to the first episode with Carlton, just be be, in, be present, be in the moment. Yeah. I'd say my top three beaches. Let's do a top three beaches. Top three beach? So my top three beaches. So one is going to be metaphorically. Metaphorically. And that's going to be on the grill. Out on the, on the deck with the kids it, playing. It won't be long. Yeah. It won't be long. Oh, it's, it's, it's happened. I, I dug snow out the other day for I, that beach. Oh, yeah. My beach is still in my garage. Oh, okay. But... <laughs> <laughs> my second beach is in my truck driving by myself with the radio on, blaring. Yep, that and definitely is one of my beaches. My third beach, which may very well... And I should say the first beach is the one I talked about, family. And then there's a beach alone in the truck. Mm-hmm. And then my third beach is elk hunting in Colorado, which yep. isn't alone but with with uh, com- camaraderie yep. of, of other men. So I, I personally have three, one for family, one for myself, and one to have camaraderie with other men that I respect. Other men or just you and a bull elk? Well, yeah. A 500 elk, yards. Yeah, 500 yards or 20. I'm fine either way. Either okay. way. I'm fine. But what are your three, if you had to pick three? I'm going to say grill. Grill is definitely one because uh, my wife and I were just talking as the snowstorm was rolling in. A nice April snowstorm. Thank you, Minnesota. Yeah. It's like, you know, I really thought we were going to get that grill out this weekend. Yeah. But, yeah, it's still in the garage. Yeah. But, yeah, grilling season is great. Um, just standing outside and enjoying the beautiful weather. Yeah, having to take patience. Just Yeah, having patience to, because grilling always takes longer than yeah. you think it's going to. So just being able to enjoy that time with family. The good food. Um, so yeah, grilling, cooking outside. Um, the other beach would, very similar to yours, just being in my car by myself. Yeah. Um, that's, a lot of times that's when I I pray. Um, I can have like jam sessions. Yep, yep, play whatever song I want. I can I play want. whatever I want. <laughs> I can play something that I wouldn't want anyone else to know I listen yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Little, Amazon uh, Music. Dion. Yeah, something. <laughs> Well, and yeah, uh, I don't know about that. But I not that I I'm just saying maybe but, you did. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. No, there's. Yeah, I mean the car is kind of like. I'm not a like a shower singer, but if if I'm gonna sing or jam out, it's gonna be in my car. Yep. Um. So yeah, my beach is my car, and then the other beach. Um. I mean, up north every year I go up north to uh, Leech Lake with my. Mom and stepdad and our extended family. Um, that's a good beach, and it actually cool. has a beach. Yeah. And then uh, also the campground, which oh, is yeah, actually, yeah. O- it opens in three days. Oh, and there's awesome. snow on the ground. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, this is opening weekend, and they haven't decided if they're going to turn the water on yet. Yeah. But uh, that's a good beach to go to, and I usually when I go to that beach, I invite as many friends as oh, I yeah. can and family. Yep. So, cool. Well, uh, yeah, take time this week to find your three beaches, and then 
do what it takes to get to them. Yep. All three of them. The one's close, metaphorically, and then to get to an actual beach. But uh, do what it takes to get to your beach, everyone. And uh, have a good week next week. If, if Dave can find a beach, then anyone can. That's right. He is a busy man. Yep. So, find your beach, do what it takes to get there. And uh, if anybody... Or, what do we got going next week? We got... Uh, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about it or not. I can't decide what, or I can't remember we're, what we decided. We're kind of up in the air because so, uh, part of it is kind of like, it's like a cliffhanger. Yeah. Who is it going to be? But then the other part is, it kind of ties it together. I don't know, guys. So I'm going I'm to leave it up to Alec. Well, I did an awesome video, or interview. Video? No, just interview. And uh, I am pumped because this guy is somebody that everybody's heard before on this podcast and... Uh, really good friend of mine i believe so. he was episode two friday follow-up if you That's research right. that yeah so you just might, research that yeah because there's all kinds of people that are going to jump on right now they will they will <laughs> now that i now that i've challenged them to research friday yes. follow-up episode two you'll find out who next week's um interview will be with yeah so uh all righty wake up and go do it get her done